Hi everyone, welcome back to another week, another episode. Uh another episode of Brain Talks. Yeah, that's 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 what I was looking for. Um today we are kind of doing like a part two to wait. Uh, uh, oh my god, I'm not thinking right now, like I'm shut off. We're, it's a part two um, of our first episode, actually, on this uh, channel. Um, it's mainly just focused on social media and its effects on us or effects on society in general. Um, it's just going to be feeding off of the initial episode because I think we have a lot of other points that we want to bring up. So, yeah. Uh, oh. We have two guests here. We have Madison and we have Nevedita. If you guys want to say hello. Hello. Yes. Okay. Um, does anyone want to take the mic? Start off, maybe? I would love to start. Go for it. Well, although that um we did have um pretty much did have a um discussion on social media um usage, I believe that social media, even now after the effects of COVID-19, as well as even online learning across the United States. Um, social media has been used as a huge factor nowadays, and it, even the use of technology has increased for many high school students, and especially for even younger ages, such as students who are still in elementary school or middle school. Um, their usage of internet and social media in total have risen, and I believe that it has acquired very a lot of negative effects for them, such as um, the huge amount of technology they're using, the amount of time they're using. And I feel like overall it just deteriorates their mental health. And yeah, before I ran the more, um, I'd like to pass off the mic to either um, Preston or Navita. Okay, Preston, I had to meet you, babes, because you sound like a a robot. I don't know what you sound like. I don't know if that was just on my end. That was for me too. <laughs> Preston, fix your mic, boy. Uh, I don't know. I can cut that out. But who wants to take the mic from here? Uh, so we had a Socratic seminar on this topic like an hour and a half ago. Um, and one thing that we kind of brought up was like the effects of like reality shows, like for example, Dance Moms or Toddlers and Tiaras. I mean, we brought up the whole idea of consent and about how social media itself doesn't really like give that consent and it can like affect the mental health. For example, you look at Dance Moms or Toddlers and Tiaras and some people watch it for the children, some people watch it for the drama, but I mean, there's a little child being recorded for like, the nation to see and they have no say in what they're going to be edited like if they look themselves up and they see people commenting on them or criticizing them then like that's not really going to help their health and um just like the whole idea of, like the children aren't really consenting to be recorded that can really impact their mental health growing up and so that's one effect of social media that i think that we see every day definitely um, I, even on the news, there's this um, YouTuber named Piper. I think she's rather like really popular with like billions of views yeah. on her news channel. And I believe she's targeting, um, I think a lot of younger children. However, I feel like um, definitely now, like there's like a lawsuit um, saying that she's being exploited 
exploited from um, use of internet from her parents. And I think that also really relates to how many, you know, um, people who are in the youth or adolescents are displaying themselves on social media an immense amount more than it should be, or maybe um, in ways that are negative or not usually the typical way uh, adolescents should be doing using um, social media. Um, I know that there's so many um, different ways that teenagers display themselves on social media. And I know that so many people bring up drama on social media, especially high school students, because their minds haven't developed yet. And uh, that definitely just um, kind of shows how our minds are still developing throughout the stages of development. And it also shows that people, even teenagers now seek for an influence of social media. And I feel like that can also have a lot of situational factors to it. No, exactly. I agree. Um, I definitely am guilty to this. Like, I don't really have social media. I have Snapchat and that's about it. But um, I, And I barely even use Snapchat. But when I post something, like, on any forum or any platform, I like to check how many likes I'll get or, like, how many, like, what the equivalent like to be on that platform. And, like, it, I don't like to do it but at the same time I feel like I have to receive like some validation based on the numerical value which in my opinion is a negative mindset because you're letting yourself like be affected at at the mercy of like a couple of likes yes of course sorry were you still talking no it's okay go on perfect um definitely like especially now like I keep saying teenagers and adolescents and even our age because it's so targeted to young people nowadays and adults because definitely once again the mind has the brain has specifically developed more um throughout the years but definitely across teenagers and youth um I feel like um there's a huge need for validation on social media I can tell you so many people I know that use social media and take so many pictures and um, I used to do the same, but I no longer use social media as much. I do have YouTube, but I try to delete it sometimes or put like a huge time limit because when I do go on YouTube or on those type of social medias, I do not finish any work and I am becoming a spiral. And instead of just using 10 minutes, it becomes an hour or two. And that is rather unhealthy to even use that huge amount of time on YouTube or social media in general for such a long period of time. And definitely... Um, I might be rambling, but definitely um, a bunch of students I know, as well as I used to always validate over how many likes I get or how many people saw this post or comment on it. And I do have her LinkedIn to kind of like post some of my projects, some of my ideas, et cetera. However, I do also keep a time limit on that as well, because I do not want to go spiral within questioning about how um, my likes should be or how my comments should be, because that's playing a negative image towards yourself. Um, but yeah, definitely. There's so many students now which usually validate social media over their family life or their personal growth. And yeah, I'm rambling once again, but definitely takes a part of teenagers. Okay. Oh my God. There's, there, there has been a lot of good points that were being made. And I want to start from the beginning because I didn't get a chance to talk, but because um, I was listening. But uh, the first, the first, uh, idea that I think Navidita mentioned about or I don't know who it was but I think it was I think it was her she mentioned about dance moms and uh, whatever like those reality tv shows and I was I was the first thing that came to my head when she said that was the fact that like not only 
um, like are are these little kids having their lives like put on social media? Like other examples of that would just simply be like those family YouTube channels, like the Ace family or the LeBrant family that literally just like put their kids on it, like all over their channels, which is very weird to me. But besides the point, um, when I when I heard uh, what's it called when I heard about Dance Moms, I thought about like how much it like impacts them now. Like I've seen so many TikToks of like these little girls literally having panic attacks and like at that point in time you don't know what a panic attack is as a child but like they're stressing out or they're so scared or they're so they're just feeling terribly about themselves and they're hyperventilating on the show because they're not doing their dance properly and they're scared they messed up and they want to be perfectionists and seeing like the the way they are now like how they've grown where they're like okay now everything has to be perfect like that's a journey in itself and a lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize that that you have to go on like this self-healing journey of figuring out not everything does have to be perfect once you've been surrounded by it um like your, your childhood because as like ideas are formed in your head and stay in your head better when you're a child so all this stuff that's happening when you're at that young age it's gonna stick so getting out of that habit is really hard and um also there was oh my god madison made a point okay um the the likes thing i think i'm not i don't want to say i'm 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 guilty of it but i can definitely say that like i will go check like on snapchat it's not like who like how many people liked it it's more like who watched it like i have this tendency like Oh, let me see who watched my story. Let me see if they can. Let me see that, like, and, and it can't. It got to a point where, like, you're just kind of hurting your own feelings. So you just like, it's it's hard to. It's easier said than done. But like, you just stop checking, or you stop um trying to do things that you know hurt. You, you know, in the back of your head, it's it's hurting the way you feel, or it's just hurting your feelings. Um, but you keep doing it because you just you just have no control over it. You can't help it, basically, even though you know, like, the feeling that you're going to get after that sucks. Um, I had a third point, but honestly, I forgot what it was. Yeah, I don't know. Any uh, continuing mics? Preston, please, you sound like you sound like a robotic fly. I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, no idea what you just said. <laughs> Maybe try leaving and joining back. Um, Madison, did you want to say something? Madison? If you're talking, we cannot hear you. Vidira, did you try, did you just talk? No. Oh, okay. I got scared I couldn't hear you either. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, Madison, I think. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Go. I am so sorry. I'm not sure what happened, but I was just trying to say, um, following this, like yours as well as Navita's point, um, I also watch Dance Moms a ton, which is kind of unhealthy. However, once again, I'm trying to put like time limits on those apps. Um, definitely with like that type of um, reality TV show, I've seen so many of the girls so stressed out about their dance, and when they're crying in front of someone, like later on within the show, I believe within the other co- within upcoming um, seasons, they even try to hide themselves from the camera because they don't want to express their real emotions on such a platform. And it really shows like more expectation of these young girls, maybe not based on 
they're dancing, but more of their emotional factors. And um, also, once again, through validation, um, definitely, it's a huge part of teenagers. And I didn't have anything else to say for that exactly. But yeah. Um, yeah. Also, um, following with other reality TV shows. Um, I don't watch other ones, but definitely Dance Moms, I feel like, is the most popular with an ex- um, with that example. So, yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go, go, go. No, there's this YouTube channel um, where they basically just, like, reveal, like, behind-the-scenes secrets of Dance Moms, and, like, the producers, in a way, were, like, being forced to record these moments of the girls and their mothers, and they had to beg production to, like, not show them or their mothers crying, and I think that that's so heartbreaking because, like, you shouldn't be forced to do that like having a panic attack is already scary enough but having a panic attack in front of a national audience and if they aren't as open to the idea of mental health or to or if they're like still stigmatizing it then that's going to be even worse it's like that's not your only worry and one thing I noticed is that whenever the girls like forget their dances or something they're not scared of like how the judges are going to react they're just scared that they're going to get in trouble from their dance teacher. Like, that should not be, like, it's supposed to be, like, an extracurricular activity. It's not supposed to take up your entire life and your emotional state in that sort of way. Yeah, that makes, that's a really good point. Um, And also, uh, I think, well, I I know back, like, in comparison, and now it's like you said, with the whole stigma thing, back then, like, I don't I, I definitely don't think mental health was as talked about as it is right now or like wh- whatever you want to call it and at, at this point these girls don't know what's happening to them but the sad thing is I'm pretty sure they think it's normal like it's normal to feel that way because they keep feeling it so often and they don't have someone telling them like you're not supposed to feel that way because I, I've seen like some clips of the girls like having these panic attacks but all you hear is like their moms trying to comfort them like it's it's very rarely that the mom gets might get mad like I've seen a lot of scenes where the mom does get mad at the teacher for like making their girls feel that way but sometimes they just don't do that and it's it's it is really sad um I did figure out what I wanted to say last time it was about the screen time that Madison was talking about I have a a screen time of 25 minutes on TikTok but it, it doesn't work out like my screen time on TikTok is I think three hours and I that's that's not good at all Yeah, um, sorry, I wasn't sure if you cut out. But, no, no, go oh, Okay, perfect. Um, I was just saying that, like, definitely, I used TikTok before. Um, definitely, okay, this is embarrassing, but definitely, um, for me personally, I had COVID during my um, first year of middle school, which later passed on to my second year, and I was more fully in person freshman year, and now I'm currently a sophomore. And um, definitely, um, during class, I would go on my phone and I would be like, oh, like, I'll just, you know, scroll on TikTok just for like a few minutes. And that would be aimlessly through long periods of time. And that would make me even not pay attention to class. And that should be the most important thing. School should be a priority, not as saying that you should take AP classes or honors, but as a minimum, you should be paying attention to your core classes at the very least. And I wasn't doing that. And um, it was very difficult to get back on that. 
and even just through online learning, which was even seemed to be much easier um, finishing homework wise than your actual uh, mental health. Um, even now, there's so many students I know that use your phone during class. And for me, my, my school doesn't have kind of like a phone policy. You can leave your phone in class. You can charge your phone during class. You can take pictures during class, make videos only based on the teacher's rules. So if the teacher does say to turn it off, then obviously you have to follow those rules. Um, however, I feel like while I disagree with like putting your phone like in a compartment, definitely like I don't see a lot of um, advocation for putting your phone away or giving that time off to socialize or just be without the internet of music or um, scrolling through social, me um, social media. So I definitely feel like it has a very huge impact between the students' academic learning as well as their socializing. I agree. In my school, I use my phone sometimes during class, like not like all the time. Like, okay, okay, let me rephrase that. Um, Navidita definitely uses it like every second of her classes. <laughs> It may be. Um, in my defense, I do kind of pay attention. Um, <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is it's not just me. Um, I think that many of my classmates are guilty of using their phones during class. I mean, what I find is kind of funny is that during lunch, the one time that we're allowed to use our phones, I don't see anyone using them. But during class, you know. But um, yeah, I have some of my teachers, they have like special compartments where they want us to like keep our phones. One of my teachers makes us put them there at the beginning of class and my other one only makes us put it there for like quizzes and stuff. But I noticed that like they don't frankly care like if you put your phone in that compartment or not, except for the quizzes teacher. My teacher that like just has a compartment does not care whether you put your phone in there or not. Like, I just put my phone in my pencil pouch, and he doesn't care. He literally sees me do it, and he doesn't care. Um, as long as we don't use it. But at the same time, there's not, like, that level of enforcement. Exactly. I was just going to say that, like, while my one of my teachers has that, um, I was very committed to doing that um, that way, where I would put my phone in the compartment. Now, I just leave it in my backpack or in my pocket, which, um, while it definitely isn't more beneficial than leaving it in a compartment, um, I still have that chance of like not going my phone, hearing music and actually paying attention to the class as well as being able to socialize in person than I would usually do online. And um, I feel like definitely it's not giving you a huge um, recognition or like reinforcement for doing those um, instances. You don't really get a, like a round of applause, which I'm definitely not saying that there should be, but definitely I feel like there should be more reinforcement of such um, uses of technology throughout the school day because for me we use Chromebooks heavily and we barely get any paper copies of things anymore and I personally like paper copies of things I think more intellectually with paper and pen I just remember things more I have a better attention as well as memory um, with those things and I feel like um, also I'm going to ramble on something else later on about communication connecting with technology but I'll definitely discuss that later um, but now I'm going to ramble but yeah um, definitely there should be more time limited with social media especially at school but I don't know I don't know how that would work based on like making a school rule because I feel like if you do try to make a rule enforcing that it may become too strict or there may be too um too much um pressure on that reinforcement but yeah for me I I don't I don't really pick up my phone during class like unless like I, I will never just sit on my phone in entire class like um 
for example, if I get really bored, I'll pick up my, like, I won't, I'll never pick up my phone and scroll on, tic- on TikTok. Even, for, if it, even if it's like for like two seconds, I'll probably like pick it up to send someone a message and put my phone away. Cause I personally, not because like my, me, I want to learn so bad. So I don't pick up my phone. It's just, I feel like it's rude to do that when a teacher's like standing there in front of you. So I just don't. Um, so I, I'm, I can't really relate to the phone policy. We don't have any of those, like, put your phone in the basket things at my school because we we just don't really use them. Um, and also, I did want to, like, this was, like, you guys mentioned this so long ago. I just thought of it with the screen time thing. Um, I had this conversation with one of my, like, old, like, friends. And, uh, well, like, growing up, one like my punishment would be like oh, I'm gonna take your phone away like at home like my mom would take my phone away and I would like cry for days and days like oh give me back my phone I want my phone blah, 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 blah. like I was so attached to it and I-, I never found everything anything wrong with like being attached to my phone because like I, I didn't really think of it that way until what when I uh, grew a little older grew up I don't know why I made that sound so weird but when when I uh, got older like now my punishment isn't even like I'm gonna take your phone it's more like you can't go to the gym or something like yeah literally my, my if I get grounded it's like you can't go to the gym that's my punishment like my phone it is not an, like a necessity to me like my mom knows that if she takes my phone I'm not gonna care at all because like in reality I think it, it's it feels better for her to take it now because I could like relax like if I could throw my phone away I would but um there there's just so much stuff that's on it that I do need school wise people wise like all that but if I could just like shut off like everything phone wise and I I genuinely have no need for a phone like uh, like disregard safety reasons and all that I would literally throw my phone away and I, I always tell my mom like I regret I like I <clears throat> I regret getting a phone at such a young age. Like I got my phone, I, I think I was 13 or 12. Um, my first phone was actually a BlackBerry. I don't know if you guys, I don't know. I, Madison, you might be too young to know what a BlackBerry is. Maybe not, but I, you do. Sorry, I said I do. I do. It, it's oh, very do? minor, but I do remember. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. My um, friends who are older had it as a, as a kid or talked about it. So I kind of know it, but sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good. It, for anyone that doesn't know what a bug is, it's like one of those phones that you have to tap a button three times to get the, but, the, to get the letter you want. And you can't send like pictures on it. Um, you can, and you can't download games on it. Like it's only like phone and text messages. It's like one of those really old phones. And um, that was my first phone. So like, I didn't really have access to social media until my first, my first actual iPhone was an iPhone six. This is when like, like, how, how do I, how do I explain this time period? This is like, where like Tumblr season, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Like this is where Tumblr was like trending and Pinterest was trending and all those like, uh musically and vine like this is this is the era i'm talking about that's where I, that's when i got my phone oh and, okay yeah it was like really that was such a good era i would relive that era if i could but anyways um I, i'm not it's not like i got it i i think i got it very early um well not very early in comparison to other people but like for me i wish my mom gave it to me like 
when I started driving for like when I got my license because I feel like I grew so attached to my phone at such a young age that I wasted so much time on it like if I could go back and actually live like live through that era again without a phone I'd be I feel like I'd be so much happier like I wouldn't be thinking about oh this girl's prettier than me on social media oh I want to lose weight and look like her I want to do this I want to uh get a nose job I want to get lip filler I want to have this that because someone on musically has it you know what I mean and I told I had this conversation I was like guys when I have kids I'm really not giving them a phone like they're gonna they're gonna be normal kids until like they start driving because I feel like driving obviously they're gonna need a phone they're driving just in case anything happens but um or like I'd give them a phone if they went out by themselves like just a phone for contact or safety service like like safety reasons but other than that like I feel like you protect your child from so much and it's not really like I don't want to make it seem like you're like you know what's the word like you're sheltering them you're not sheltering them from anything because they're gonna see it eventually but it's like you're sheltering them from it at a young age because if they see at a young age they're gonna like it's gonna embed in their mind so it's kind of like they're going to expect it somehow when they grow older but they're not going to live through it when they're younger and that's what I'm like trying to prevent because I wish my like my parents prevented that for me but like I ended up getting a phone because I begged for it like I was like everyone in my class has one I want one too like I used that card but it was really stupid I definitely use that too for me I got a phone when I was like 10 or 11 and it wasn't a phone where you could actually use like snapchat or instagram it was a samsung but my parents cut the service off so I could only play games or maybe sometimes text my parents if they were out and I was kind of happy that I had that because usually I use that for games and I feel like it didn't bring so much of an influence to me because while I did definitely use it way more than my other family members um I didn't really have like the comparisons I didn't develop any like type of mental issues if that makes sense I didn't have a lot of I didn't think a lot about comparing myself to anything um while the amount of technology was heavy I was a kid I didn't have a lot of things to do and I think as a definitely as a um young um adolescence I was more expanded on technology like I had a bunch of game consoles and I still do but um I definitely was um exposed to those things because my parents had them and they opened me to do it because I was a kid and um, I guess they decided to do it once again because I had nothing to do during that time. I was just starting like third grade, maybe fourth, fifth. So I didn't have lots of things to do. Um, but I did always beg for one. And I always beg because my friends always had Snapchat. And guys, like what I mean when they had Snapchat, I mean that um, they had it at such a young age. Like my friends were having it as sixth graders, which would be like around 11 or 12, I believe. Um, and I didn't understand um the actual age ranges of these things i know there's so many other social media apps that was used like keek and yubo maybe um tinder some even because i knew you were even using tinder and um and instagram which instagram wasn't that horrible but definitely all those social media apps are very can be very harmful to young teenagers and adolescents and i used them but i didn't you know exploit them um i usually like i went on it for a few days but Mostly apps I use, I kind of just deleted within the next like two to three weeks based on getting bored or didn't feel comfortable, safe, etc. Um, however, I did primarily use um, Snapchat and Instagram, but I didn't get those until I was in middle school. Luckily, I had some parents that kind of strict on my use of a phone. However, they did offer me like a tablet and once again, game consoles. 
but besides the use of those things um definitely the the um the use of getting a phone even just for texting my friends or going on these variety of useless um social media apps were because i was influenced which kind of connects with yasmin's um kind of um conversation she was just um discussing about and i believe that even like now young age like i see like <laughs> sixth graders um having their nails done like that doesn't make sense to me they're so young um there's such a young adolescence and or having snapchat even having twitter and facebook i know that many as a kid um, during like sixth grade a lot of kids had facebook which i didn't have it luckily i wasn't that exposed to much things i was but once again i was able to keep more i had more of an open mind of being safe i was disgusted it was discussed heavily in elementary school and during assemblies so i was able to be influenced on that but once again connecting the yasmeens um, there was such a huge influence at school of getting social media and I wish um, definitely I was I would be more limited or my parents were more strict on my use of the internet because I have been exposed to so many negative aspects of social media and what are not harmful to me of course it wouldn't have been better to know those later on or use it later or have those ideas or thoughts in mind later because as um, as I develop I'll be able I'll be able to more to repress it than using aggression or displacement for it. So yeah, definitely. Um, for me personally, I wish that, why well, I do hope that I do have a phone or give my kids a phone based on safety rules. I do not feel safe letting my children go to school without a phone based on, especially like the school fights and school violence that have been happening recently. But definitely, I wish that I was more controllative or I was more limited on even the use of social media as an adolescent. I agree. I was... I think like the first or second one of my friend group to get a phone. I got my phone in like 10, no, wait, that was sixth grade. Um, and it was one of those phones that would literally like die in 20 minutes. And if you ever so laid a little bit of force on the screen, the screen would crack. Um, but I was never really attached to my phone back then. Like I went to India and I didn't bring my phone with me at all. And I just kind of left it there and I didn't really care what happened to it. But now um, I have like another phone, like I have like a new phone, but I'm definitely a lot more addicted to my phone now these days. Um, In class, I try not to use it too much. I try. Um, I kind of just like set it aside. And also like most of my teachers get like really, really mad when you use your phones in class and they like threaten to put it in the phone holders. So I don't use it. But I feel like one thing that me and many other kids in my class do is that when they give us work time, we're on our phones. Like we're not actually working and I'm guilty of this. Um, But I think that I've definitely got a lot more addicted to my phone. Like back then, if if my parents threatened to like take away my, my phone, I'd be like, okay, go ahead. It's fine. But now like, I have Snapchat. I have a lot more. And I knew it got really, really bad when I went to India um, a while ago. And the first thing I thought when I got to India was I need to catch up on all my streaks in Snapchat because I was on a plane and I couldn't reply to anyone because the Wi-Fi wasn't working. And my first thought when I got there was I need to like um, finish my streaks and like get streaks on Snapchat. And that's why I'm actually considering deleting Snapchat. Like it's so bad, but I think that our addiction to technology has been like increased because we use it so much. And also my school like uses technology a lot. Um, at this point, I'm kind of sick of the Times New Roman 12 point font double space thing. Cause I see it so much, but 
our school uses Chromebooks. And I think that that's also like increasing the impact of technology in my school. Cause like we do everything or most things on our Chromebooks. Hello, can you guys hear me? Yes. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, um, in addition to what Navita said, I believe that like social media could like uh, shape the way you think like negative, like negatively and like it could change like your uh, perspective on things and like shape your mindset. Um, I also wanted to follow with Navita's, um, am I saying, am I saying your name right? I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying your name right. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're saying you're right. Okay, perfect. I was making sure, but, um, following with her point, um, definitely like my school uses so much, um, internet, like we have Chromebooks at school, but even besides that, there's projectors, there's YouTube videos we watch in class, there's presentations, there's never... And once again, like paper copy things. Sometimes, like for example, my Spanish class tries to implement uses of paper copy things like paper copy tests, which are for like readings or writing tests. And which I think is kind of helpful because it's kind of getting you back into that quote unquote reality of having the old paper and pen uses. And um, definitely school does have an impact with internet, not as much as social media, but definitely with um, the use of the internet and definitely with social media, once again, connecting it to school. School fights and school violence definitely get recorded humongously, um, maybe just for my school, but definitely across the United States, there has been so many fights. And sadly, it has even been across um, students with um, special needs and um, even as young as like third, fourth and fifth graders, which honestly just surprised me because I was such a young age of adolescence to even have the idea of fighting someone or, or hitting someone at that age. and um, or using regression or aggression towards that. And um, definitely um, it is, um, gosh, I forgot what I was gonna say, but definitely like, oh, social media definitely uses that aspect of school to record videos, to record fights, to record something similar to like Dance Moms where it'll record like someone's emotions that may not wanna be perceived online. And I feel like that really destroys and this discourages the whole meaning of a school environment. Yeah, I don't know about y'all, but it's, like, not allowed to record at my school. Like, it's a rule we can't record at school. So it, it's really interesting for me to – but, like, they recorded before, but they got in so much – like, they get suspended, the, the students, if they record. Um, like, it's it's very interesting to me to watch, like, fights happen, whether it's at school or, like, I was at a carnival once and I just saw girls just swinging at each other and, like, their friends weren't even helping. They were just recording the whole thing. I was like, bro, come on now. Like, at least five, like, if it was my friend, I would have started swinging. Like, I'm not recording the fight. Like, I'm, I'm hopping in the fight. Um, I'm just kidding. Let's not put that. But um, it, it, it's really, I don't know, it's intriguing. It, I, I don't understand, like, what goes through people's mind where, like this, we had this talk in psychology where it's like a lot of people, like if you have something in front of you, like whether it's a view, whether it's something nice or whether it's something bad, like we always find an urge to open our phone and take a picture or take a video. Like if you have a view of a sunset, what do you do? You want to take a picture of it. And it's like sometimes maybe taking a picture isn't the best idea. Like it's better just having the memory of it. And the the reason for that, like, I guess if you know you have the time to take a picture, go for it. But there are so many instances where you lose time just trying to take the picture. You actually like 
you don't get to witness the moment. And I feel like so many people need to realize that. Like if you're sitting there and you're like, there's a fight happening from you in the, your first instinct is to record, that should be a little concerning. Like you should be like trying to do better and help out, like cut the fight up or something. But anyways, anyways, besides, besides the point, um, do, do we have any final thoughts to wrap up or because we have a minute? We just got to fix how we view social media like we view social media it should just be a form of entertainment i don't think it should be anything more than that yeah. it should be something that we look at just for fun sees like after school for like an hour and that's it um yeah following along with navita's point definitely um i feel like even um social media has changed our lives and impacted us more negatively than positively for yeah. instance why can use like videos and photos as a way to act as um activism definitely there's other aspects in which i cannot explain during this time limit but definitely there's so many more aspects of social media yeah and to close it out thank you guys so so much for listening to this um this week's episode we hope you enjoyed it uh i hope it was yummy for you <laughs> i don't know i don't know i suck answers uh and hopefully we see you guys next week a good week, guys. Bye.